Hello, this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru. Who, me? So first of all, I want to say two things. Uh, first of all, anytime I use anyone's name in these uh, podcasts, I always uh, change the name of the person I'm talking about or change their circumstances to uh, protect their confidentiality. So just know that I never use a person's name unless they say, hey, use my name in this. So just saying. The other thing is sometimes you'll hear my dog, Gracie, bark. Uh, she ought to, She's resting and all of a sudden she just perks up and sparks and and uh, that might show up. So I just want to let you know that might happen. All right. So I want to I want to share with you uh, about my uh, my client Holly and Holly is in her mid 50s and she is an, a remarkable woman. She's uh, been on a spiritual path for most of her life as most of us have been, uh, but but more on a spiritual path intentionally and, and with dedication and commitment. And at the same time, she's a human being on a human path. And uh, that re- requires her to engage in challenges and circumstances that are um, reveal her fears and her, uh, her, in a sense, her principles by which she lives. So yesterday, Holly had just come back from uh, vacation a week and she says, okay, it's time for me to get back to work and I need to get accountable and responsible for my money. So she said, I got to get back to work. And I said, so Holly, what does that actually mean? And the question was focused on is, are you talking about your consensus reality principles of I don't have enough. I have to work, work, work. I have to work really hard uh, to make it happen. That those principles, or are you talking about getting back to work on your spiritual principles? And so I said, "What are you? What are you working at?" And she said, "I need to get responsible and accountable for my money." And I go, "What does that really mean to you?" And then I described, just like I said to you, that is she coming from fear and lack? which in a sense is the primary focus and principle of our consensus reality. Basically, I'm not enough and I'm not doing enough. So I always have to think about, uh, about being uh, productive. Or I said to Holly, are you thinking more about who you are and what you need to, to be working at in terms of your spiritual principles, which means I'm 100% potentiality in this moment I am open and loving and, and, and accepting uh, the prosperity that's always with me. And <laughs> she's, she paused and she goes, uh, yeah, I think it's the second one I'm really needing to work on. But my tendency is to fall back on the tendency to think about what I need to do, how I need to market myself, how much money I have to make and how much money I need to spend, all of those kinds of things. So it was really an interesting conversation, and it reminded me of that place where I have to train myself continually to, th- to come from my spiritual principles that I am already whole, that I am not lacking, my circumstances are not lacking, it's just, there's no lack. It's a big principle. So then this last night, I had this interesting dream, and the dream was that I was facilitating a retreat and I had five participants and each participant was given tasks to do and then somehow included having sewing machines and fabric and stuffing and things like that. So they were doing what they needed to do to, um, to get the, the tasks done during the retreat. 
And so here I was, I, so I was watching all of this and then I woke up and I thought, gee, this is an interesting dream. <clears throat> like, I wonder what it's about. And the latest orientation of my dream analysis, if you will, that's in air quotes, is that what's the experience I'm having as I'm in the dream? So me as the facilitator, I found myself anxious, frustrated, and impatient. So I'm watching these participants in this retreat who are doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing it in the way that they need to be doing it. And I'm sitting back being anxious, frustrated, and impatient. And I thought, okay, this is actually how I am being in my life most of the time. So to this morning, um, today is a day I have no clients. And so today is a day, and it's Labor Day weekend, that I could actually rest and relax. And I found myself <laughs> just like in my dreams, anxious, frustrated, and um, impatient. And I realized that this is a habit that I've been living in for a very long time and that it is so uh, habitual, I don't even know it exists, but it does color how I am being all the time in my life. I'm not the degree to which I want to be feeling peaceful and in serenity and playful and creative. I'm not there because I'm constantly in this place of irritable um, discontent with the way that it is because I'm always anxious, <laughs> um, frustrated, and um, and the other word, uh, impatient. So this morning I sat with what Holly was talking about, what I was talking about with Holly, and training oneself to um, let go of those old principles of that I lack and I have to be busy and I have to get working and come into this place of knowing, truly knowing, I know it, but I'm not practicing it. I'm not training myself to, to live into it to a different degree, to a greater degree of peace and serenity. So as I was, I was um, reading oneness, which brought up another element of this conversation with me, which was how do you train yourself? How do I train myself to be in this place more and more often so it becomes sustainable? It's not yet sustainable for me, but I'm, I'm working at it. So coming back into the dream and looking at the situation, it was like, how do I bring myself into a state of, of patience and acceptance and allowing as opposed to frustration, anxiety, and, and, and impatience? And it was like I found myself going into a treehouse. I climbed this treehouse and I went through the door in the floor, got up there and I closed the door. And uh, I closed the door on all that stuff that was going on or what I was focusing on, um, all my energy on, on these people that didn't need my focus. They didn't need my anxiety. They didn't need my impatience. They didn't need my frustration. It didn't help them. It wasn't helping them and it wasn't helping me. So what's the point? What's the point? <laughs> that's kind of the point of the conversation with you today is like, why do we do that? Why do we spend so much energy uh, being in worry or anxiousness or frustration that we're not doing enough or we're not enough? And we spend so little time really in a place of peace and um, serenity. And the, the place for me of serenity is accepting what I cannot change and accepting the beauty of what is, accepting that there's this great capacity for love and light and um, being a, a, a reference point for fun and playful and wisdom and connection and engagement 
uh, support, harmony, uh, beauty. Like I want to be a reference point for that as opposed to a reference point of uh, <laughs> irritable discontent. And a, a, a few weeks ago, somebody on the island here saw me at the post office and she said, your life inspires me. And it was like, wow, that's, that's very cool. That is the kind of reference point I want to be in the world. So I really appreciated having this dream and I really appreciate quite often the work that my clients are doing because for me, it brings up where I'm needing to, to look for my, at myself, not just look at, but look at and train myself to do it different. Train myself to see, first of all, the habits of anxious uh, self-judgment, um, impatience with others, frustration where I'm, where frustration with what I'm not yet or where I'm not yet. And being able to say, okay, I have to let that go because what I want more than that, and we kind of talked about sacrifice last couple, couple podcasts ago, but what I want more than that is this place of serenity and peace and love and beauty and connection with myself, this place of harmony and an fullest expression of myself, which doesn't come when I'm in anxious, frustrated impatience. So just encourage you to be curious about what's the reference point that you are in your life for yourself and for for potentially your children or people that you're serving. Um, what's, what is that reference point that you want to be for others? More importantly, what's that reference point you want to be for yourself? And what might you need to look at training yourself to do different so that you're actually able to come to that, that point for yourself? We can't be that for others. There's a lot of therapists in the world that be, try to be that for others. The same with coaches or ther- psychotherapists or psychiatrists who are trying to tell people how to do something when they themselves are not practicing it themselves, that practice what you preach, walk your talk kind of stuff. So the better we are at becoming what we are, want others. It's the what Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. The more that you're able to practice that yourself, especially if you have children or grandchildren or, or people that, young people that you want to influence in the world, you got to walk the talk. And uh, it's a big practice. It's a big practice. Uh, and so um, I would encourage you if you need support, Hire a thinking partner, hire a coach, hire somebody that can be that for you so that they, you have a, a point of reference for yourself, what you're looking for. All right, that's pretty much it for now. Um, I, have a, uh, I have 12 books I've written, and you can find them all on my website, theparadigmshifts.com. One in particular, Cultivating Spirituality in Children, 101 Ways to Support Your Children in Soaring. Um, it's a really great book to look at how you need to be, how you need to consider yourself or think about so that you can be a greater influence or reference point for, for your children. Uh, I look forward to talking to you again. If you have any comments, you can leave them with me at rosie at the paradigm sh- sh- paradigmshifts.com or at the Facebook page, Aging Like a Guru. All right, big hugs to you. Blessings. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.